0: Hi, I'm Lucinda, and welcome to another episode of My Big Idea, in ASOS podcast. Today, we're going to talk to Naomi Williams, who runs Totem, a music PR company. Naomi set up Totem in 2012, and she's here today to tell us all about her big idea. Hi Naomi, and thanks so much for coming along to ASOS. Hi. Um, So let's get started. Can you explain to people listening,
1: what is Totem? So Totem is a music PR company. Um, It's been going for about four years, and we work with a range of artists from electronic to rap uh, to more bands, mainly in the sort of
0: online world, um, but recently I've started doing a bit of print press as well. Okay, cool. So what is it for those people perhaps like know that they want to do something in the music industry or even for people that don't but are just interested to know how it works what is it that you do when you're doing that PR how are you contributing to you know an artist's success so the PR is kind of uh, the middleman or middle woman
1: between um, the manager and the label and the artist right. and uh, and the press and ultimately, the public. So, um, for an album campaign, for example, uh, we're the people who make sure that the record gets out to the right people yeah. um, in good time, and that we, we set up the features, um, album reviews, uh, live reviews, um, things like yeah. that. So. Um, Normally, an album campaign will last about two months right. um, or longer. So okay. we're the ones responsible for planning it out and making sure that we get those big looks right around the release, yeah. basically.
0: Okay, great. Um, so you're all about like making sure people have heard about it, see it, hear it, etc. Yeah,
1: um, and my background is in uh, online PR. Yeah. Um, the company I was at before I set up my own thing, um, I was head of digital there, so just dealing with blogs um, and online magazines. Yeah. Um, and the landscape has changed so much really? in the last few years I, I've, I've been doing this for in total like over 10 years yeah. and online was maybe the last thing people spoke about in a meeting if at all really yeah. it just wasn't really on the agenda right. it was all about uh, you know magazine covers and print reviews and board yeah. sheets and that kind of thing um, so it's been really exciting for me to see how things have changed mm-hmm. um, i and with social media as well and apps and all of that side of things yeah. I, I deal more um, in the realm of online editorial and content placing and premieres yeah. but it all relates into each other yeah. from social media to apps and everything yeah. Um, so yeah it's a very different world uh, that it was ten years ago for sure
0: so let's talk a little bit about like what you were doing before you started at Totem because Totem is your thing yeah. but prior to that you were in this industry like you said and you were head of digital how did you even get there to that agency um, so for me it all
1: started when I was at uni right. um, I've always loved music uh, I actually did my degree in English literature philosophy so um, it's a bit of a departure from that but while I was at uni in Bristol um, I started working for the university newspaper right. um, as the deputy music editor mm-hmm. um, so that was kind of my first taste of of how it works really yeah. I didn't really know what a PR was and what they did yeah. um, until I had to deal with them um, okay. to get albums for review yeah. and you know get tickets for gigs and that kind of thing um, I always wanted to be a journalist, yeah. and oh, then I, I did. Um, I actually did an internship with Enemy um, magazine, and I think my writing style was a bit too <laughs> formal for them, oh. as it would be when you've been writing about yeah. like, Chaucer for three years. I know um, the feeling, uh, and I was rubbish at meeting deadlines as well. Okay. So <laughs> I think um, yeah. And then I just um, there are a couple of PRs I dealt with quite a lot when I was yeah. at uni, and then when I made the move from Bristol to London. I did the round robin email. Yeah, any jobs, any internships, um, and did uh, did a few, and ended up doing one for um, this company, who would eventually um, bring me in right. a- as the head of digital. Yeah. I think they were just like, "You're young, you know about yeah. the internet. <laughs> I mean. You can you can give it a go." Um, so yeah, and in in those five years, I learned so much. Um, I ended up
0: sort of, I guess feeling fairly autonomous anyway. Okay, because I was going to ask, did you ever have, did you ever believe that you would one day be working for yourself? or was that was that a dream or was it actually no not at all I
1: never believed okay. that I would I always thought that you know I was like how do people do that that's crazy that seems like such a big thing Yeah. Um, and it was only when my company at the time closed down after five years right. um, my bosses didn't want to carry on doing PR they yeah. went off and formed uh, separate management companies I was kind of faced with this um, you know this thing of like you know, looking for a job, and there wasn't yeah. really that much out there. And then thinking, hang on a minute, I've got the my roster here. Yeah, I've already got those personal relationships mm-hmm. with the labels and the clients. All it really takes is for me to go. I'm going to carry on doing the same job for you, but I'm yeah. going to do it under my own name. Is that okay? Yeah. And um, people don't really like change, so <laughs> they were quite. Everyone was quite happy to um, just to keep me on board. Um, yeah. Which was great because um, I mean, normally. If I'd chosen to leave off my own back, um, you know, there's contractual issues yeah. and that kind of thing. So I was in a very fortunate position where I could take that leap um, quite easily, and I I never realised how easy it could be. Yeah. Other than the boring admin stuff and yeah. So what is the know. boring admin stuff that has come as a surprise? Or so perhaps. Uh, suddenly, had to get an accountant right. um, and deal with the yearly tax return—the yeah. dreaded tax return. Um, tax returns aren't that difficult; they just loom over you. Yeah. And if you leave it late, like I do, then you end up having a crazy weekend where you're yeah, scrabbling yeah. around. And you get your receipts in a shoebox and a Tesco bag and whatever. <laughs> and um, you know they—they they suck. They're rubbish. Yeah. There's no getting around that. Yeah. Um, I mean, I guess, you know, you could do them nice and early or you could just send your box of receipts to your accountant and let them do it all for you. But that will ultimately cost you more money and they're not going to know what that dinner
0: was, you know, six months ago. So Um, talking about like the admin stuff and tax returns, which lots of the girls that we've spoken to have said, yeah, yeah. they're pretty full on and they're just quite laborious. What are the other things that you have had to kind of like teach yourself that perhaps you didn't know? I mean, have you had to spend much more time Working on like your website, which I think yeah. looks great. I love the colours on it. Yeah. Um, but did you do that yourself, or do you have some like IT support? I um I was really lucky. Um, Kate Moros,
1: um, the graphic designer, yeah. is a friend. Um, so immediately when I had when I needed to design a logo and a website. She was the first person I called because I knew that she would just get exactly, you know, what I wanted. Yeah. So I sent her a zip file of images um, as soon as I decided on the company name and that took a while as well. Yeah. How did you come up with Totem? Um, I, God, I went through my record collection, my right. books and everything. Um, but I, I'm really nerdy about, uh, ancient Egypt yeah. and, uh, you know, sort of the Ancient world, I guess. Um, yeah, that sounds really pretentious, but <laughs> <laughs> but um, you know, the pyramids and you know, Aztec culture and whatever. Yeah. So, suddenly, Totem sprung to me as a, a great name. It's one word, it's yeah. easy to remember. Um, I guess a totem represents something that people worship, which yeah. some of the artists I look after, you know, fans worship them, whatever. Yeah. It, it just kind of felt like it, it was a really good fit ultimately though it could be anything like this yeah could it Have there it, are companies out there like toast for example yeah you know toast mm. doesn't really relate to, 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 what to music selling, or yeah. i mean you know maybe it does and i don't know but um uh you know there was a company called anorak there was a scruffy yeah. bird like really uh, you know purple it can just be a word mm. a strong word that it, you know helps you create your
0: identity um and with that, like, so perhaps the word doesn't matter, but, you know, you obviously spent time, you know, working with a graphic designer to make sure that the sign looks really cool, yeah. and you mentioned the word identity. How hard has that been, and how necessary has it been to really carve out the identity of the brand? I think, um, ultimately,
1: when you set up a company on your own, yeah. your brand is you, you right. are your brand. Mm-hmm. So I just had to think about what I'm interested in, and, um, you know, not necessarily in the music world, um, I am, you know, I'm interested in history, I'm interested in geometric shapes and colours and that kind of thing. So, you know, if you look at my website, that's That's very much, you know, visible on on the site. Um, And it's something that people always mention um, Mm -hmm. when people get in touch, um, you know, with new business or whatever, a lot of the time they are like, wow, I love your logo and that makes me feel so happy because just to know that, you know, I've nailed that side of things. I don't think you can think too long or too hard about it because yeah. that's something that's going to be following you around yeah. you know for as long
0: as your company's going yeah. so you have to be into it and aside um, from the website which mm-hmm. has got these great colours and now you've mentioned geometric shapes it's like yeah, there or there <laughs> um, and it's great that people are seeing that remembering it and liking mm-hmm. it too yeah how about how does it work for social media? And, and you mentioned obviously at the beginning that now the way that music is the work you're doing from a PR point of view, it's everywhere, and it's you've got to kind of be have yeah. all your fingers in different pies. But for your brand, I've seen you on Instagram. What mm. social media channels do you use, and which have been most effective for the business? Um, I so I always used to be all about Twitter, yeah. um, and that's probably.
1: Uh, you know, in terms of followers or whatever, we've got about 4,000 there. Um, that's sort of my main work, social media outlet. Yeah. Um, uh, Instagram, I guess is more personal, but also, uh, you know, very aware of, you know, what I'm shooting with. I do always post photos when I'm at festivals yeah. and gigs and stuff like that. Mm. Um, because again, you know, it all comes back to your brand being you. Yeah. So I am the public face of my brand. Yeah. Um, I only have one other employee, um, so it's very much a personal thing. Um, and then we're on Facebook as well. Yeah. Uh, just to have, sort of have a presence there. But yeah. ultimately, our job is to get press. So on Twitter and, you know, what have you, we're happy with, you know, sharing the yeah. press that we've secured. Yeah. Um, just trying to get it out there, yeah. basically.
0: So you mentioned then, um, because you set up in 2012. So yeah. So what's that, you know, three four, three, four years ago? Four years ago, four yeah. Years ago. Um, on your own, and yeah. just then you mentioned that you have got another member of staff. Yeah, so you're a team now. Yeah, yeah. How how did you go about finding that person, and when did you realise you needed somebody else to come on board with you? Well, that that's
1: that was a big thing for me because right. I've always been a bit of a control freak, a bit of a lone ranger. Um, you know, if you want something doing well, do it yourself. That kind of yeah. thing. Um, and I got sent a lot of CVs um, and we well, just like people just, just like pe- y- wanted to find yeah, out Yeah, people just getting in touch um, and then um, this guy Tom his CV really stood out um, and he interned with me for a few months yeah and then he actually left um, to join another company right. um, when the internship was finished. Yeah. And then I was just like, wow. Because I'd, I'd learned to delegate, oh, which is you know really hard to do, yeah. actually. Um, I'm one of those people who does find it quite hard. Um, And then I just realized, you know, okay, that really worked well. Um, I need to get him back. So I did. (laughs) Well done. Um, And yeah, that's been a real learning curve for me as well. And just realizing, I think it's very easy when you have your own company to think, I have to be, you know, working every waking moment. Yeah. And bringing someone in allowed me to have that work-life balance, not be in the office until 10pm mm. every night, uh, and just kind of let go a bit yeah. and, and share the burden yeah, a bit. Yeah. Um, uh, not that it's a burden, but, you know, share, share the yeah, workload. Yeah, 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 because yeah. you have to realise that as much as you love your job, and I'm in the fortunate position where my job does involve a lot of social yeah. things, gigs and, you know festivals and that kind of thing you also have to remember that you are a human being <laughs> with your own life and you have to let go sometimes so
0: very important not to
1: shoulder it all yourself yeah
0: and when you you know I'm sure that at the beginning then it was quite intense and you know you mentioned staying up till you know 10 p.m working and I'm sure it's probably like 24 yeah. 7 all the time was there a particularly like tough moment or was there any times when you thought I'm really not sure about this. I think maybe I should go back to an agency. I it was a crazy,
1: crazy time for me um, because my so my mum passed away in February, and then right. um, my old company said that they were closing down in uh, March. Wow! So That's I set tough. my company up um, in uh, in April. so it was a crazy crazy year Um, if anything everything that happened just made me think uh, you know life happens crazy things happen Um, really you just have to you know you can can do it basically it was a really important lesson to me that um, you can be sitting waiting for something to happen to you sometimes the thing that you least expect happens to you and you just have to um you just have to go with it I it took from the company closing down for me to do this and I don't think I would have been brave enough to do it before but um the headspace I was in I was just like right we have to do this have to make it it work yeah um but yeah I mean all I would say to people who are thinking about it but they're too scared yeah obviously make sure that you're not quitting and you've you know you've you're still able to pay your rent. Yeah, yeah. But it's not anywhere near as hard as you think it's going to be. Mm. Even the boring stuff, like. <laughs>
0: yeah, no, I think that's true. And, and of people that we've spoken to, and what I've learned is definitely that you sort of imagine fear, and you, yeah. the obstacles that you can create in your own head are far larger than what they might yeah. prove to be in reality
1: ultimately if you've built up your relationships um, yeah. I- in your industry mm. people will know who you are yeah. um, people will be willing to give you a chance um, I'm sure you know it's it's very easy to take your clients yeah. with you um, mm. as I said people don't like change so as long as you're yeah. still doing the same job you were doing before yeah. um, then then it's fine yeah. really so I would encourage people I, so many more people in the last couple of years have been going freelance and yeah. um, I've certainly noticed it in my Mm -hmm. world. Mm -hmm. Um, A lot of people are doing their own thing and doing very well at it.
0: And so um, are any of those... Have you got lots of friends who are also freelance? Do you have, like, a support network or do you even have a mentor or anyone that kind of, like, helps out with stuff or, you know, gives you that Um, extra support? I definitely... There are definitely
1: people in the industry and other PRs, especially female PRs, who who I catch up with all the time. and, And, you know yeah it definitely feels now like everyone's got each other's back we're all in this together we can all have a moan about you know things that aren't working Um, but equally just knowing that you're part of this network feels feels good I mean I was involved with this thing last year, yeah. um, the Music Circle, um, which is a group of women in the music industry, okay. part of Annie Lennox's um, The Circle, oh, right. um, which, is, which was involved with Oxfam, yeah. um, okay. and they put on um, this thing called Rumble in the Jungle, uh, Jumble oh, even, uh, yes. with yeah. Gemma Kearney um, uh, and various other PRs and label Is that like a people. clothes sale? Yeah. Yeah. yeah last year it was for women in the DRC um, and that was an amazing thing to be involved with Um, I think sometimes it can feel like a bit of a a man's world in the music industry but in the last few years that's definitely been changing um, and there are so many young women doing amazing things
0: yeah for sure (laughs) Um, and what would you say has been like your proudest moment is there some work that you've done with a particular artist or is it simply having hired someone you know like Um, I think there have been so many
1: sort of moments throughout I mean there have been some hard moments as well Um, I'd say one of one of the main things um, I work with Charlie XCX and she's been one of my sort of longest running uh, acts that I've worked with right? and when I started working with her I think she, she was still in her teens just starting out Yeah. Uh, and I've, she's an act I've really seen like grow and grow and it, and from the online world as well yeah. um, you know it was like Pitchfork and Gorilla vs Bear mm-hmm. in the States um, when they started covering yeah. her that had a massive knock on effect yeah. um, and and now she's in a place you know a really amazing place where she can do what she wants um, music wise yeah still very much doing her own thing forging her own path um but she's mm. at a level now that it's just amazing to see um you know when you've been there at the beginning yeah. um, and now yeah. you know she's doing these amazing pop songs and you yeah, know it's a huge <laughs> privilege
0: for you to be able to see that and be a part of that you know and, yeah. and while well, at the same time i mean well done to you as well for being involved but to see someone grow up definitely it's cool. it's really definitely cool. and i think um you
1: know there are people i've worked with for 10 years and yeah. you kind of grow up together and you're so invested in their career yeah. and in a weird way they are in yours yeah, yeah. um and that's amazing and, and still you know it still feels amazing now that i've started doing a bit of print press yeah um you know getting a review in the guardian yeah. or uh sort of got my first magazine cover right um a year or so ago, yeah. that still feels amazing to me yeah. because I've never really done print press yeah, yeah, before. Yeah. So there are still yeah little moments where you're just like, and also wow. it's sort of it's down to you, you know. You know there must yeah. be a
0: sense of like you know you did it, it and with it is the artists, but you know you did it for them.
1: And it is much harder these days. I think um, when I started out, it felt like all you really needed was good music and and you know that would then you would fly Yeah. now you really really have to fight for those looks for those features reviews yeah. and whatever because we are kind of at this crazy stage of like there being so much music yeah. so many PRs yeah. and, and not much space um, mm-hmm. everyone's fighting for you know the Fader premiere yeah. or the Guardian feature or whatever so when, when you get those wins now, yeah. it always feels like even more of a, a win than yeah. it was a few years yeah. ago. Because you know there really isn't that much space anymore. Yeah,
0: yeah. Well, that's fantastic. Um, and what does the future hold? Like, is it continuing with Totem? Is it taking on more artists? Is it going abroad? Is there anything? Do you have a five-year plan? I i don't have a five-year plan i think i'm just very very open
1: um to you know what's out there um i feel very excited about what the future holds i've i've been over to the states a lot last year went to coachella for the first time um for work or pleasure uh, a bit of both it's always a bit of both i had a few people playing coachella um so i thought I, you know, I should she go down there and the see them. what it's all about just very hard work yeah, yeah. <laughs> watching them and drinking cocktails yeah. no <laughs> um, yeah I think I'm just very open it's been, so much has changed in the last few years yeah. um, you know maybe in 10 years I won't be doing PR anymore yeah. and I'll be involved with a label or
0: you know yeah. do you think I, that you'll still be working for yourself? Has that um, become a thing now? Do you think that running your own business, how you want it to be run, is it? I think it,
1: it will, would definitely be hard to go back um, to being employed by someone yeah. else. But equally, you know, change is good. Yeah. So I would never say no and yeah. say that that door is closed. Yeah. Um, I think it's been an amazing experience um, for sure. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, th- I mean, one thing I would say, when you work for yourself... It's very it's it's an amazing feeling to go out there and represent your company yeah. which is ultimately you. Um, and to have the buck stop with you yeah. to be the master or mistress of your own destiny mm-hmm. is an amazing feeling. Yeah. Very hard but it's an amazing feeling. Yeah. So
0: thanks so much for coming to tell us all about thank you. Totem. Thank My pleasure. <laughs> that was Naomi Williams talking about Totem, her big idea. Don't forget that you can tune in to an episode of the ASOS podcast, My Big Idea, every week simply by subscribing to iTunes, Acast, or your other favorite podcast app. See you next week.